0: Not the boring generic Milto stuff coming from the
1: network in Connecticut. I describe him as the best, obviously. <laughs> Cattles. He throws it out there, speaks his mind, that's cool. And Rami. He's supposed to make people laugh. He's just an
0: expert at it. Cattles and Rami.
1: Live and local in the afternoon.
0: Sacktown
2: Sports. We are uh, 25 hours away let's from NBA free agency. Let's go. And the news is whipping around. Already. Uh, let's start with something that's uh, pretty big. Pretty big. Just breaking in the last 30 minutes or so. Adrian Wojnarowski tweeting out that James Harden is opting into the final year of his contract with the 76ers, but not to be with the 76ers.
1: The one with
2: the beard, James Harden. He is uh officially going to be dealt. And reports right now, Rami, Cattles and Rami here on a Thursday. How you doing, Sacktown Sports? The uh two teams that have been mentioned by Woge, the Clippers and the Knicks. Now we'll get to that in a minute. Our thoughts about Harden opting in, our thoughts about the Clippers and the Knicks being options for Harden. What is Philadelphia looking for in return? What can they possibly get? We'll have to wait and see. Uh, But also a couple of other notes that are being mentioned here. Josh Hart. Now he's somebody that a lot of Kings fans, including myself, interested in. I think Mm -hmm. Josh Hart is a fantastic fit here in Sacramento. Unfortunately, Josh Hart is not going to be coming to Sacramento. He is going to uh, exercise the option. So the Knicks... Guard Josh Hart has exercised his $12.9 million option for 23 24. Now, what is interesting? I don't want to go all Brian Windhorst on you. But, 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 here I go. The index fingers are waving. But I take you back to last week. The Celtics had a trade. With the Clippers, that would have sent Malcolm Brogdon to the Clippers. Uh Uh-huh. All of a sudden, in the 23rd hour of that deal, it got nixed. Oh, the Clippers couldn't get a doctor to see Malcolm Brogdon in time. (laughs) Which led to the Celtics trading Marcus Smart, obviously, to Memphis. Kristaps Porzingis ending up in Boston. Now, around this time, Josh Hart decided to push back the deadline of making this decision... Mm. On the contract. So he pushes back his deadline on the contract. Now we have James Harden. Who has opted into his deal with Philadelphia. And the Knicks are one of the teams involved in possibly bringing in James Harden. Mm. Not saying it's going to happen. But the timing of these moves might lead you to believe that Harden is going to go to New York. Maybe. Maybe. And if so, Hart would be part of that deal, which is why Hart was waiting to see if he should opt in or not just just some dots possibly to be connected now it's obviously again, it's not a guarantee. I
0: would like to see you present that in front of a bulletin board with a bunch of red string <laughs> connecting to pictures of all these guys in these teams. It's <laughs> just
2: an interesting it's just an interesting scenario when you look at it uh and, and then you have the clippers part of this. And according to Jake Fisher, our guy. Yes, sir. uh, He just tweeted out a little while ago that the Clippers, again, they're talking with the 76ers. And the names involved so far among quote-unquote wide-ranging talks are Marcus Morris and Norman Powell, two guys that have been kind of floating around in the ether mm-hmm. of being available. So, Kawhi
1: Leonard's homie, Norman Powell.
2: Yeah, so Harden is going to go to either, it looks like, either the Clippers or the Knicks. The Knicks, very interesting fit because you got Jalen Brunson. I don't love it. If I'm New York, I'm happy with Brunson. I, I understand that the Knicks have had this obsession with landing a superstar, and maybe this is their thought of, hey, we can do this and get this done finally. But I I don't know if I'm rushing to bring in James Harden at the age of 34. He'll turn 34 in late August. I don't know if I'm running to the phone to try to acquire Harden and throw him alongside Jalen Brunson. I I just don't know. I don't know if that's what I would do if I were And I'm assuming this trade is going to come with a contract extension,
0: so you're getting James Harden at age 33, 34, and probably paying top dollar for him again. I've seen I've seen forty plus million, as much as forty five, forty six million, when talking about what James Harden is going to be asking for this offseason. So yeah, I've been saying, Nick, I, I I would not be in on the James Harden business, but all it takes is one or two front offices to drive up the price for 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 his services. And if you have the if you have the Clippers and the Knicks both in then who knows, who knows what the 76ers are going to get in
2: return and what James Harden is going to end up getting paid. And we'll see if Harden does indeed sign an extension, and, and maybe that's part of this deal. Maybe Philly didn't want to pay him as much. I, I'm surprised. You know, yesterday I talked about Daryl Morey and how like much he loved. a done deal. Yeah. Him I mean, Kyrie looked like a done deal, that they were going to stay put right where they are. That relationship between Morey and Harden, I, I figured, we made jokes about it yesterday. I figured Harden was going to stay in Philly, and Philly was taking care of the guy that took care of them by taking it. Discounted deal last year, and I guess not. I guess not, unless maybe Daryl Morey sees this as Harden taking care of them, depending on what they get in return. And then the the million dollar question for the 76ers is what do you bring back for Harden, and how does that impact Joel Embiid? Is Embiid going to be upset? Is he going to be disappointed? Are you better without Harden and whoever you bring in? You know, what's that team look like with Joel Embiid? At the center. Just came across this tweet from Chris Mannix, who says,
0: uh, James Harden opt in a stunner. He'll make $35 million next season. But as Bobby Marks notes, it is uh, is not extension eligible with whatever team he is traded to. So he'll well, hit free go. agency next summer at nearly 35, looking for a long-term deal. Says, so big this is a one-year deal. Weird situation.
2: It, it is a big risk. Wow. It, it is a weird situation. And here here's part of the Clippers thing. What is his end game here? Kawhi and Paul George are extension eligible this offseason. They both have had, as we all know, just a vast amount of injury issues. And I think the Clippers right now, they're going to be moving into a new arena eventually here. We know Steve Ballmer loves to spend a ton of money. We get what, what he's looking for. But when you when you kind of put all of this together, you wonder if this is the Clippers saying, okay, New CBA kicks in next year. We know that having two or three max guys on a salary cap is going to be incredibly prohibitive to us doing much of anything when that new CBA kicks in. So if they're hesitant to extend Kawhi and or Paul George, this could be let's make one run. Let's bring in James Harden. We have Harden, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. And we go in with the big three and we try to win a championship. And if we fail, if we have injuries again, if we have issues again, if James Harden eats himself out of the league or parties himself out of the league, then we can kind of reevaluate when this season is over and we can take a look at all of those big contracts and maybe we reset or maybe we pick one of the three guys to move forward with. So. This might be a time frame for the Clippers to look at this and say, "We're going all in. We're going all in until this new CBA. Before this new CBA can cripple us, we're going all in with the best three guys that we can have at the same time, and we're going to see if it works." From the Seventy Sixers' end, I wonder what
0: what are they looking for in return? Because you got to keep Joel Embiid happy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or or we're we're one one season away from Joel Embiid. The the chatter getting really loud of him trying to force his way. Out of Philadelphia, if they don't, if they don't get whatever, now now they're at a fork in the road, and what they have, and whatever whatever path they decide to take in terms of who they're going to put alongside uh, Joel Embiid, could determine their f- a lot more about their future than just what player they're they're going to get. They need to get this thing right, man, or they're going to lose a guy who just won MVP. He's going to be asking his way out of there before you know it. We've already heard that the Knicks are are salivating at the idea of Joel Embiid trying to get out of Philadelphia. So this is this is the risk,
2: right? I mean when you've got big names,
0: yeah. I love this league.
2: You have it's incredible. It's fun. Remember going back a couple Isn't weeks that ago fun? there were people wondering whether or not uh there were going to be big moves made this summer. It's great when it's not your team too. You there was somebody I mean? who said, yeah, there was somebody who said like, oh, but, I can't imagine there's going to be like, you know, more than like two big moves this summer. I remember talking about that on the show. And here we are, Porzingis already traded, <laughs> Bradley Beal traded, James Harden's going to be traded and free agency is still a day away.
1: And we're there's having two all-stars all available in free agency.
2: It, it's just, it, it's absolute madness. It's the NBA and it's why we love it. So your thoughts on this James Harden news, if you have them, 916-339-1140 is the text line, of course. You can always call us as well, 1-800-920-1140. And we have YouTube up, youtube.com, Sactown Sports 1140. Make sure you give us that thumbs up. We'll talk about this James Harden situation. If you're just joining us, according to Adrian Wojnarowski and now multiple others, James Harden has decided to opt into his contract with Philly But not to stay in Philly. He is going to be traded in the two teams right now that are being mentioned the Knicks and the Clippers. So, your thoughts 916 339 1140. Text line, phone number 1 800 920 1140. We'll get to some of your reaction on James Harden and we'll get into the Kings as well coming up in 90 seconds.
0: Live and local in the afternoon. They always keep you on edge. Cattles. And Rami. On Satdown Sports.
2: All right, a couple of things. Your reaction to this uh, James Harden story. We'll get to the Kings in a minute as well. If you're just joining us, James Harden is opting into his deal with the 76ers for that one year, $35.6 million. And uh, he is opting in to not stay in Philly. He's opting in to leave Philly. Philly is going to trade James Harden. The two teams that have been mentioned, the Clippers and the Knicks, not a surprise. Uh, There is Evan Massey, who uh, is somewhat infamous in the, in the <laughs> NBA insider world because he tends to tweet a million things and roughly 2% of those things become true. It's a numbers game, man. Uh, keep, in faith, keep in the faith. shooter. Keeping the faith in the uh, YouTube chat says, Evan Massey reports
1: the Kings are interested in Harden.
2: I'll wait until somebody else with a, a much better track record. Harden disagrees.
1: The, the Kings are interested in Harden disagrees.
2: So I'll wait for somebody with a better track record before uh, – Jumping in on this uh, James Harden to the Kings thought. Hmm. I will say I want want nothing. I want nothing to do with him. I mean, I just it it makes zero sense from a basketball standpoint. Like, what are we doing? You're gonna James Harden and De'Aaron Fox in the in the backcourt. You want to get better defensively, so James Harden is the answer (laughs) by probably trading Davion Mitchell to get him. I mean, he did say per source, Nick. Well. Maybe the source is the guy he met at the milk store last night. I I don't. I don't know who the source is. There's a milk store. It's the first thing that came to my brain. I apologize. Why? Is is there like a milk? What would you like me to say? (laughs) Not a milk store. (laughs) All right, just uh, replace it with whatever.
1: (laughs) Is it like a small shop or is it like a grocery store sized place filled with milk? It's just all milk.
2: You guys have never heard the, 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 uh, a milk store reference <laughs> no, ever in your life? I've never heard right. that
1: before. Well, maybe it's a Northeast thing.
3: But uh, anyway. You have
1: grocery stores that are just <laughs> shelves and shelves of milk? Sorry. I don't know where it
3: came It's like from. a bodega?
2: I do not know the genesis. All right. All right. I apologize for not knowing the history of the
3: term.
1: Well, We just lost Rami for the next five minutes. They don't have butter,
3: right? Well, you guys in the they back are aren't helping <laughs> Do they I have need an al- Uber Eats from the milk store? Mm.
1: Do they have alternative milks, or is it just milk from animals? They have all the milks in the world:
2: uh, the almond milk, whatever milk. Cambodian you
3: want. Cambodian milk, yeah.
2: Whatever you want, they have that. Do they still uh, make silk? That that soy milk? I, uh, think, so. Silk? Yeah, yes, I think so. Yeah, yes, soy
3: milk.
0: They yeah, have I'm, that. I've
2: gotten into oat milk oat lately. Milk. So, yeah. I, I don't know it's who. Uh, I don't know who Evan Massey's
0: uh, source is. I <laughs> that James Harden likes oat milk. Yeah. I have the point no, is, no. yeah, we don't know who Evan Massey's source is. That is the point.
2: Here's what's going to happen. Okay, I am getting a little irritated. Transparently, I'm getting a little irritated. So here's what's going to happen. Instead of everybody talking at the same time, we should create cards. And if you want to say something, <laughs> hold up the card, so it's not. Four voices all at once running into each other. Milk
1: store, soy milk, milk store. Does it have all the milk? James Harden. (laughs) We're all just firing off our jokes. Yeah,
2: like you guys are like so excited to fire off the joke. (laughs) (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha, Nick made a
1: mistake. Let's capitalize on it.
2: I don't care about making a mistake. be a little patient instead of everybody running all over each other. The joke doesn't land when you got three people talking at the same time. My word. Everybody's excited. Take a deep breath. (laughs)
0: All I said was the milk store.
2: <laughs> like, my my goodness. Anyway, if I'm allowed to uh, continue here continue with, on, with, yeah. with actual basketball talk, since a superstar is going to get traded, if that's okay with everybody, are we good? You guys get out of your system. Are we? I haven't said anything. Are we fine? Okay. So I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know who the source is. I have no idea, and I 100% uh, regret saying what I said apparently that took this off the rails for a solid three minutes.
1: Milk has run dry on these Uh, jokes.
2: Willie Bowen, James Harden isn't worth the money. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. I'm not a big Harden guy, and I don't see the fit here. If you're the Clippers, again, you you have a, a number of salaries that you've been looking to move anyway. You've got Norman Powell. You've got Marcus Morris. You've got Robert Covington. You just have a bunch of contracts on the books. Yeah, but you want to put your eggs in that basket along with Kawhi Leonard and well, the, Paul George? I mean, the question is, well, A, would you rather have it in the basket of Robert Covington, Marcus Morris, and Norman Powell if if Kawhi or Paul George go down? I guess. So yeah. if you're looking at this and, and you're not super – I don't know how you could be confident about Kawhi Leonard being able to stay healthy. Right. So if you're L.A., I would think – that the thought process is, hey, if we gotta go through this again with Kawhi, at least we'll have another superstar who can give us thirty points. At least we'll have somebody we could really lean on. Because this this plan or this strategy of you know leaning on all these other guys hasn't worked. You can't ask Norman Powell to do superstar things. You can't ask Marcus Morris to do superstar things. So maybe that's the thought process of, you know, trying to bring in somebody else who's a, a, a big, big name so then you can lean on that person. Uh, we'll continue with your thoughts on James Harden if you have them. Cole G at Simone. Harden's like a bag of flaming Cheetos. Tastes good but mostly empty calories. Then regret. I like the analogy. There's, there's absolutely regret from went,
0: all teams that have had him on the went roster. Went hard on some flaming hot Cheetos a couple of weeks ago. And there's like there's like a third of the bag left, and they've just been sitting in the snack cabinet. Because I just the regret that he that he talks
1: about. <laughs> All that's left at the end is regret and an angry Russell I, Westbrook.
0: I haven't been able to go back to it, so I get what he's saying. That's a great analogy.
2: So uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on everything. There's a bunch of qualifying offers being made and not being made. If somebody jumps out to us, league, we'll uh, mention their names. I mean, Darius Baisley. If you're interested in him, he's a wing. The Suns just decided to not extend the qualifying offer to him. Meanwhile, let's talk about the Kings here, Cattles and Rami, on this Thursday. Uh, rumors flying, as, as we've mentioned. They're just all over the p- place. And, and Ben Rohrbach of Yahoo uh, reported today that the Kings are going to make a play for Chris Middleton. Uh, of course, we've gone down that road a little bit already. Draymond Green has continued to be brought up by some people. Kyle Kuzma has been brought up. Rami, what do you believe? Like, what do you believe? If if you could, if you could tell me what you believe is going to happen tomorrow for the Kings, what what's your best guess or most likely thing to happen? Can I tell? Is is nothing a valid answer? Yeah, <laughs> I believe nothing. One hundred percent,
0: I believe, I believe, <laughs> I believe none of it until I actually see it because it's too much, Nick. You know what I mean? Like they— there's no way they're getting all these guys that they, they've been and they've been connected to everybody. You mentioned the, the latest Chris Middleton being the rumor and the team that the, that the Kings are expected to make an effort for throwing Draymond Green, throwing Kyle Kuzma. And the, the reality is that this this can't all be true. And chances are maybe none of it's true. You, you know what I mean? That chances are that they go a completely different route. We're looking at and by the way, I'm fine with this. I've talked about this before, like, uh, I don't know a uh, Bruce Brown and and Brooke Lopez or you know some combination like that. That's gonna that's gonna use up the thirty five thirty six million dollars of cap space that they have, or not eat up all that cap space and have a little bit to work with during the season if anything should should present itself. But I I tend not to believe anything. It's lying season in, in the NBA right now. Is what it is. Agents are putting stuff out there. Teams are putting stuff out there. It is lying season right now and. These they're they're using their 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 assets in the media to to, to to direct the narrative in a certain direction, either drive up or drive down the price.
2: Yeah, I, I feel very similarly as you do, Rami. Nothing, like I, I believe nothing. I'm looking at this and, and we talked about this a couple days ago. And I mentioned the idea of smoke screens. I, I, I'm starting to get the feel, I said this two days ago, that we're seeing a bunch of smoke screens and, and I feel that even more right now. If you were to ask me what I think is going to happen tomorrow, I think Harrison Barnes will be a king. I think he's going to return, and I wouldn't be surprised if you have another name that signs with the Kings as well. I would love for it to be Bruce Brown, but there's a lot of Bruce Brown, L.A. Lakers stuff out there right now, but somebody like Bruce Brown, I wouldn't be surprised if you have somebody like a Bruce Brown and then HB returning. When it comes to Kuzma and Draymond Green and Chris Middleton and all of these big names that have been thrown out there, I just, I'm not believing it. It's too much smoke. It's just, it's too much. That's what I'm saying. There's too much smoke. I think, I think, uh, Monty McNair is looking at this thing and he's saying, yeah, why? Why am I going to overpay for these guys? Just like that. Why? Yeah, why? <laughs> why am I going to overpay? for Kyle Kuzma, why am I going to overpay for Chris Middleton? As good of a player as Middleton is, do I want to pay him $40 million? Mm-hmm. And I think Monty's probably – and that's why they went back and started talking to HB because I think the prices for Monty are just they're, – they're too exorbitant, and he's not going to entertain overpaying somebody just to say, oh, I overpaid him. So I, I think that's what's happening here. All right, an NBA free agency edition of What If I Told You, next. Sacktown Sports.
3: Headlines. I'm Simone with your Sacktown Sports headlines. Earlier this afternoon, we learned James Harden is picking up his $35.6 million option, and sides are beginning to work together in exploring trade scenarios. It's expected that Harden has played his last game for Philadelphia, sources tell The Athletic and ESPN. Clippers and Knicks are among teams that will engage with the Sixers on a potential trade for James Harden. Yankees starting pitcher Domingo Herman achieved greatness last night in Oakland, throwing the 24th perfect game in MLB history and the fourth perfect game in the Yankees archives. Grounded to third. Down has it. There it is. Perfection for Domingo Herman. Yankees, of course, take that one 11 0 over the Athletics. I'm Simone. Those are your Sacktown Sports headlines. We got What If I Told You coming up right now on Cattles and Rami.
0: Paddles and Ronnie.
3: Paddles and Ronnie. Paddles and
0: Ronnie. Sacktown
2: Sports. All right, so before we get to uh, what if I told you? a Couple of notes here on the James Harden story. Again, if you're just joining us, James Harden has opted into his contract with the 76ers to be traded. So James Harden will not be a 76er this coming NBA season. The teams that have been mentioned, we got the Clippers and we got the Knicks. A couple notes here. Sham Sharani Arami uh, reporting that the Sixers did not see a long-term future with James Harden. So I, I don't know if that was a Daryl Morey call. I, I don't know if that was Joel Embiid. Maybe not necessarily in love with playing alongside Harden for the long term. But the 76ers did not see a long-term future with the Bears. Whoever
0: came to that conclusion, smart. They're seeing things quite clearly in Philadelphia to not not see a long-term future with James Harden.
2: I'm just surprised that Harden's boy Daryl Morey
0: man put the bullet in him. How can anybody see a long-term future with James Harden? This is a dude who's forced his way out of now this will be the third situation in, in yeah. 4 years. In 4
2: years? Yeah, here's something crazy. So I just saw this note Eric Slater on Twitter. Harden, KD and Kyrie have combined for seven trade requests in less than 2 Jesus. years. Those three guys have requested to be traded seven times in less than two seasons. Beautiful. It's like every four months, one of those three, one out. Potential Clippers starting lineup, Rami. You tell me. If this is the starting lineup, let's play this game. Okay. If this is the Clippers starting lineup this season, how many wins? Russell Westbrook, Harden, Paul George, Kawhi, and Zubat. Um. Let's say if they're relatively healthy. <laughs> Relatively
0: healthy yeah, yeah. by
1: their standards? Yeah.
0: Relatively healthy, fifty wins. That's a very talented basketball team. Yeah. But I don't know that they can stay relatively healthy. That's
2: the problem. Yes. It seems like we were taught about this. This is this is probably the Clippers' strategy. Hey man, we know we're not gonna be super healthy.
0: Because if you're saying relatively healthy, I'm assuming we're gonna see a lot of a lot of Kawhi Leonard, which means you're not expecting as much from a James Harden. You're not relying on him as much. That's a situation I can live with that that might actually work. When James Harden is your one or your two, I, th- I think is when you run into trouble.
2: You have to imagine the Clippers have no confidence, and they shouldn't have any confidence that they can be healthy. So you might as well just try to load up and bring in another big name in. <laughs> and make one run. And if everybody's hurt... Hey, it is what it is. Are
1: Westbrook and Harden cool with each other? Because I know things didn't end well in Houston together. Yeah, no idea,
2: no idea.
0: I don't know what their relationship is. Oh, I forgot they played I, together again. In I, don't, I don't know
2: if they had a. Uh,
1: Good Lord, they had a, a bit of a falling out in the bubble.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know if they had um, some kind of yah yah brotherhood meeting like Kyrie and LeBron had to <laughs> to patch up things. I don't know, but. Uh, Interesting, nonetheless. I also, you know, James Harden with Russell Westbrook. Westbrook needs the basketball in his hands, so I don't know if I necessarily love that backcourt. Harden's most effective with the basketball in his hands, and Russell Westbrook is most effective with the basketball in his hands. Westbrook ain't playing off-ball and catching shooting threes. I feel like we've, to James Harden's credit, I guess, I don't know if it's just that he doesn't
0: care enough, We've seen him play sort of both roles, like the facilitator and the catch and shoot, high volume scorer for the 76ers, depending on if Joel Embiid was healthy or not. I think, I think he can do it, man. I, I think, I think it might actually work if they're relatively healthy. But I just that's that's the part of it that I have a hard time believing will actually happen.
2: Cole G, if Kawhi has Harden on his team, he's going to play one out of three games. Could you imagine the load management on that team this year? <laughs> Kawhi's going to play like 35 games. Paul George going to play like 45, 50 games. Don't slander my boy Kawhi, baby. So, uh, it's not really slander. It's not slander when it's the truth. That's just facts. I can't stay healthy. All right, let's get to a little bit of uh, what if I told you NBA off-season style here. Bill Simmons had his list of predictions that he ran through on his podcast recently, Rami. And uh, Kyle's going to run through some of these options, and you and I going to tell
1: him if we love, hate it, or whatever. So based on the news, I want to audible one in here quickly because you guys broke down a lot about Harden to the Clippers. But what if I told you the Knicks trade Julius Randle and Josh Hart for James Harden?
0: Honestly, I—, I... I'd really like what Philadelphia has going. I don't trust James Harden on any level. I'm not a big Julius Randle guy, but I think making him the number two to a Joel Embiid and, and you're adding Josh Hart and everything. And keeping that, RJ Barrett that he brings to the table and you're keeping RJ Bar- I really like what Philadelphia would have going. It does nothing for the Knicks and I would like to watch them get real excited about James Harden and then fall flat on his bearded face.
2: Randall, another guy that is better when he has the basketball in his hands. So you'd have Tyrese Maxey, Randall, Tobias Harris, and Embiid.
1: Nah, what? Shake
2: like Milton as the
1: point guard. Yeah. Okay. So they have
0: Tobias Harris unless you trade him for some crumble cookies.
1: That's Could the, the crumble cookie play point guard? That's the biggest issue, though, man. Like
2: when you when you trade one of these big names, how do you replace them? Because as much as we sit here and we talk about James Harden and we don't like his game and. How do you replace him? You know, and, and do you, do you, if you, if slash when you replace him, what's the production like? And I would have to think, let's not overlook this either. 76ers obviously have a brand new head coach. So does Nick Nurse look at Harden to go, nah. That might be what's going on. Not here. really what I'm yeah. feeling here. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how this all comes together. What else you got, Kyle?
1: What if I told you Austin Reeves was going to get offered one hundred million dollars over four years, and the Lakers would match?
2: I'd immediately send a wellness check to JJ's place to make sure he was okay. If Austin Reeves got offered a hundred million, JJ might lose his mind. I would not be surprised. I no, honestly would
0: not be surprised. Me neither. That's where we are. That, that's where we are in the NBA. And I am mad at it. I mean, he did play well in the playoffs. Had a very good season. Had a very good season. I don't think he'll live up to that contract. I think whoever pays him all that money is uh, going to be disappointed by what they get out of those four years. But good for him. And I would not be surprised. I'm done being surprised or shocked by NBA money. There's whispers that Popovich might offer him a contract
1: just to screw the
0: Lakers. But I say good. Obviously, the money is there. It would just be getting stuffed in billionaires' pockets. I'd rather these players rob the bank a little bit and
2: get overpaid. I'm good with it. Speaking of the Lakers, by the way, it's, uh, we're at the part now of free agency just about 24 hours before well, it kicks Everybody in. is going to be a Laker? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now it's Brooke Lopez. So, oh. Uh, let's see. According to uh, Dave McMiniman, the Lakers are interested in Brooke Lopez.
1: Okay. So, so the Lakers are going to sign Bruce Brown, Brooke Lopez, Kyle Kuzma, and D'Angelo Russell.
2: Maybe they'll trade for James Harden. Who knows? I mean, we'll Possibility. Just, just throw that. At, maybe Kyrie's still an option. I told you, I
0: already saw Victor Wembanyama photoshopped in yeah. the Lakers jersey.
2: I mean. I already got him going there. You got uh, Kyrie taking meetings. LeBron shows up at the meeting.
1: They could trade Max Christie in a second round pick for him. All right, give us one more. One more? How about what if I told you that the Houston Rockets were gonna pay two hundred and fifty million dollars for Fred Van Fleet and Kyle Kuzma? <laughs> You're really trying me when I said I'm not I'm
2: done being shocked or surprised by NBA money
0: That aren't would you? be
1: a hundred and fifty million for Van Fleet and a hundred million for Kuzma. Hey good on you to handcuff yourself the next couple of years to win forty games. It is a possibility because it looks like Van Fleet and the Rockets have kind of like a wink-wink, nod-nod deal already done. And uh, according to multiple reports, Kuzma's has interest with the Rockets now. I can't wait for tomorrow. Oh, it's going to be a madhouse.
0: i going to love every second In of the it. best
2: and worst way possible. Yes. My word. I love chaos. All right, so there's a little bit of uh, what if I told you NBA free agency edition. What if I told you a senior U.S. senator has talked about UFOs and aliens Oh, and the testimony Whoa. that he's heard? Mm. Mm. Find out what that senator had to say next.
0: One brings Mackloff magic, while the other,
2: hmm, we're still trying to figure that out.
3: Paddles and Rami. Sacktown Sports.
2: All right, before we get to aliens and then back to the Kings, a lot to do today. A couple of notes about this James Harden story. Again, if you're just joining us, James Harden opting into the final year of his contract, not to stay with Philly, but to be traded. Clippers and Knicks have been brought up. Law Murray, who is a uh, Clippers writer, tweets out. Just going to be Captain Obvious here. R.E. Harden. Uh, this won't be for Kawhi. Or Paul George. I know that Kyle asked the question of the relationship between Westbrook and Harden. And uh, Law mentions Westbrook and and Harden broke up, but so did Westbrook and Paul George. And Paul George got along fine with Russell last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Guys
0: get over that stuff, man. It's not as serious as we tend to think it is. Yeah, there's
1: like a a, a shouting match at each other in the bubble is kind of ugly. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, James Harden? Is from there. Marcus Morris is from Philadelphia. Norman Powell played for Nick Nurse. And Brandon Boston, Jason Preston have guaranteed dates tomorrow and next Friday. So I I take from that, that law is kind of hinting that, hey, if this deal gets done, you're going to see Morris, Powell, Brandon Boston, Jason Preston, and maybe, I guess, some picks or something. Right. As the deal. When I first heard the
0: uh, the Clippers being involved, because he's been shopped around, a Paul George for James Harden deal made sense to me. I don't know the money of it, but just, just swapping those guys makes sense to me. If you're both looking to move on, but if he's saying that it won't be for any of those guys, then uh, he probably knows better than I would that it wouldn't be any of those guys, either Kawhi or Paul George.
2: Uh, Yasi Gosselin, who is a uh, mostly a cap guy on Twitter and a fun name to say, yes, said that Harden's player option for this year's thirty five point six. He was probably angling to make 40 million next season if he opted out. Well, he has a trade kicker that's 15 percent. That trade kicker means he's going to get five million from this deal. Five point three to be exact. So James Harden will make 40 million dollars this year. Mm. Must be nice. I know. Not not too bad being James Harden. Not too shabby. Is this true? What I saw this tweet? What are you looking at?
1: Oh, what's be, true? Nah, no,
2: it's got to be a tweet. It's got to be true.
1: Got to be true. What's true?
2: So Jeff Van Gundy just said on ESPN 700 that Mark Jackson tore his Achilles while playing pickleball <laughs> during the NBA. Did I send you guys an article?
0: In the group chat the other day, that there's something like two hundred million dollars or something like
2: that in pickleball injuries among the elderly. Mark, Jack- yeah, I remember you said in that story, well, Mark Jackson tore his Achilles playing pickleball. Yeah,
1: is Mark Jackson officially elderly then? Uh, I think he's over sixty, is he not?
0: Isn't that el- I don't want to I don't want to get in trouble. I'm not, saying, I'm, not, I'm not saying elderly in a derogatory way. I'm using it in its most in its most dictionary definition. Yeah, it's
3: an adjective. Right? That's yeah.
0: it's sixty and above, isn't it? Mark Jackson is fifty eight. Wow. Is that it, really?
3: Seasoned. That's my okay. favorite word
2: for it. Maybe a- <laughs> he's a seasoned vet. Yes. Seasoned. <laughs> All right. Uh let, let's move on to aliens and UFOs before we get back to the Yeah, kings. the important stuff. This was from uh, Newsweek this week, Rami. Marco Rubio has claimed that those who have come forward regarding claims about the U.S. government retrieving alien aircraft, quote, have held very high clearances and high positions within our government, unquote. The senior senator and vice chair of the Select Committee on Intelligence was cautious not to reveal who had already come forward with information as part of an investigation by Congress into the matter when he spoke to News Nation on Monday uh, Rubio did say, frankly, a lot of them are very fearful, fearful of their jobs, fearful of their clearances, fearful of their career. Others involved in the investigation have been guarded about the details of the probe. Rubio says there are people who have come forward to share information with our committee over the last couple of years. In reference to David Grouche, the whistleblower that started this whole thing yep. going back a few weeks ago, I would imagine some of them are potentially some of the same people perhaps he's referring to. Uh, asked about who was coming it's forward a hot,
0: as Kyle. A hot.
2: asked about who was coming forward as part of the investigation, Rubio said some were public figures who we've heard from in the past, while others had not spoken publicly on UFOs. Others, meanwhile, still work in the government. Got a couple of snitches. Mm? Huh? Got a couple of snitches in the. Call government. Calls coming from inside the house. Ring, ring, pick up. One question about whether he found the assertions credible. I think this is a really good point, by the way. I don't think we've mentioned this before, and it's kind of an obvious point, but it's a good one. So asked about the credibility of these people, uh, Rubio responded that some of the claims, quote, are beyond the realm of what any of us has ever dealt with, but that the inquiry would take uh, information without any prejudgment or jumping to any conclusions. He says... I will say I find most of these people at some point or maybe even currently have held very high clearances and high positions within our government. So you do ask yourself, what incentive would so many people with that kind of qualification have to come forward and make something up? That's a good point. these people are putting their their credibility and their name on the line by coming forward and talking about aliens, and they have high clearances. If they end up being wrong, their clearances get stripped from them. There,
0: there was a time in my life, Nick, where I would think that that mattered. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> where I would, where I would go, come on, man, we're talking about high level government officials. That comes with a certain amount of
2: credibility, right? These gotta be these gotta be. Smart? No, but it's not that. You know, you're not taking you're not taking the piece that jumps out at me the most. He's saying their clearances, their power. They're they're putting their power on the line by saying these things, yeah. and testifying because if they if they end up being found to be untrue, then those clearances are going to be taken away from them, and that's their power. Their qualifications are taken away. Why would they do that for nothing? Uh-huh. Maybe just because they know this won't go anywhere, and they'll
0: never actually have to do it in any official capacity, I think it's a fair. I they it's can a make fair a little, point. I guess.
2: I don't know. <laughs> I know you hate politicians. I'm not a big fan of them either. I, don't but like I, any I think of them. it's. I think that's a fair point. Not a one. They might be putting their careers on the line. Why, why would they be lying? Hmm.
0: It's fair. It's a fair point. I'm not saying it's not. We need to get to the bottom of this. No. So. We, we, we need to get to the bottom of this, Nick. You and I, personally. Oh, you want to do yeah. this? Yep.
1: I'm sure you're doing a whole lot, Rami, to help out with this.
0: <laughs> and I'll keep going back to my point that there's been no clear photo or video evidence of aliens. You got time? We keep going back to that point. You got time? Time for what?
2: I might have some time oh, this summer this? to look into this. Yeah.
0: Get to the bottom of it. got some time?
2: Cattles and Rami. I got some vacay to burn. Investigative crew. <laughs> alien hunt. It's happening this summer. Good old alien hunt. Let's go. We can document it all on our on our phones. The Cattles and Rami alien hunt. We go around the country.
0: <laughs>
2: Acting on these leads that we
1: see on Twitter. <laughs> you know what I mean? could be fun. Twitter sleuthing is a very lucrative business, I've heard could be fun until uh, we actually run into an alien
2: and they confront us. Then it would be crazy and really, really bad. Or maybe not. Maybe the
1: alien just like, wants to dance and hang out. Rami's got this under control.
2: Yeah, for sure. No doubt. Ah, ah. Oh, we stopped right at the perfect time for that For, that for
0: the note. breakdown, yeah. Ah, ah, ah.
2: Please pull that.
0: I was about to make a very distasteful joke.
2: (laughs) You're almost about to say something distasteful right there. (laughs) Very distasteful joke.
0: I'm going to keep that one to myself. Almost a little bit of a slip there. That will be a commercial break joke for you.
2: (laughs) I I think I have a feeling of where you're going. I think uh, I can piece that one together. All right, before we get into trouble, let's go right back to some basketball. How about it? Uh, Coming up, is it better for the Kings to kick the salary cap space down the road? We'll talk about it.